Hello? Hello? What's up? I decided to come on today. Long time no speak, but I decided to come on today and discuss this Nene and Bethany interview. I got tagged in it a lot on social media today and people asking my opinion of it and I was tired of like copying and pasting the same response. So I decided to vocalize my opinion on it um, and just kind of go through a few topics. I'm not gonna go through the entire thing because these are two very egocentric housewives and, and egos can be very exhausting. So <laughs> I just kind of picked out uh, a few things that stood out to me to kind of um, touch on just a little bit. Um, first, let me preface by saying I love Nene. Uh, my intention is not to somehow diminish or minimize her experience as a black woman. Uh, you know, in this space or somehow make it seem as though I don't believe what she's saying. Uh, there was just a lot of delulu, a lot of delusions and revisionist history in this that I was just like, mm, I don't really remember it that way. But, you know, whatever. It's not that serious, not that deep. I'm just sharing my thoughts on um, what they what they were what they were saying here. Um I would start with the firing, although it wasn't really a firing, but her Bravo reduced her episodes after season 12 uh, when they um, when they offered her a contract and she declined. So that's more like a mixture of a firing and a quitting. Um, but she feels as though this was done because she's a black housewife and she had basically become too successful and this was their way of kind of like slapping her on the wrist in a way. I don't necessarily agree with that. I feel like if you go back and watch season 12, um, Nene had, was over the show. I mean, from when she closed her laptop at that reunion and basically said, fuck y'all, I'm not coming back. She was over the women. She was over the show. She was over Andy. She was over all of it. And I just feel like, that was their way of, um, you know, when you don't show up to a reunion or you leave a reunion, that's your ass, baby. But I feel like it was really, I feel like she had gotten to that Dorinda Vicky point where some of these housewives become so unlikable that it's like the only way we can salvage y'all reputation is to either take you off the show, put you on a pause like Dorinda, or give you a break in the sense to where we can only show the positive parts of you because you're not that entertaining to watch anymore. Now, um, she feels as though, um, you know, they did this to try to like, you know, set her straight, I guess, for leaving the reunion. Um, and the, okay, let's go back. The overarching undertone of this is Andy Cohen and how Bethany and Nene really don't see it for Andy Cohen anymore. You know, despite them being his favorite housewives once upon a time, neither one of them sees it for him and they feel like he, you know, intentionally was trying to sabotage them. Now, let me say, Andy Cohen is a messy sissy. He's a messy queen. He loves the drama. He loves conflict between women. He's profited off of it for almost two decades. I think even Andy Cohen can admit that. 
However, and I'm not here to absolve him. I'm not here to uh, be an apologist for him. However, I think his purpose in doing that or the, the, the network's purpose in doing that is that they're trying to salvage what little likability Nini had left. Like some of these housewives get to the point where they're so mean, they're so nasty, they're such drunks that it's not entertaining to watch anymore. You're just collecting a big ass check and you're not even fulfilling the obligation of being entertaining at this point. So I really feel like they, and I've always felt this way since it initially happened, that they really wanted her to take like a season or two off, go get another show, go film a movie, go get a talk show. So then when you come back, it's a how can I miss you if you won't go away? Once you come back, i.e. say if she were to come back now, you know, the, the viewers would be begging for her to come back because the show has got so boring that they want to reboot the whole thing and they want all the women gone. So if she would have took a season or two off, she could have came back and they would have backed the Brinks truck up for her just because, you know, of what they what they're trying to salvage it with now. I mean, the wackest housewives are being presented as top tier. I'm not saying no names. But I'm just saying that some of these girls who don't don't give nothing and haven't really ever gave nothing, you know, are in prominent positions on the show. But I feel like if Nene was still was still in good graces with them, they would have gladly brought her back. Um, now, now this led to the blackballing. The blackballing, I will partially agree with her on. Now. Have they blackballed her? I'm I'm of the belief that all these people, all these executives in New York, they, they all congregated the same cocktail parties, the same events, you know, and if, if if a talent is too much of a headache, they're definitely sharing that with with each other. So, you know, it, it may be a CBS executive or ABC executive talking to an an NBC executive and they you know, share that you're difficult to work with. So I do partially believe that. Now, the other part of that is you did sue the network. You did accuse them of racism. You did come out and tell people to boycott the show. So, you know, is any other network really going to hire you if they know that if you things don't go your way, that you're going to burn the whole house down, that you, you're going to just completely go from zero to a hundred when, when you don't get your way, as opposed to using it as leverage in a contract negotiation or vocalizing it to them while you're negotiating for the next season. So, you know, I, I, I do believe some blackballing went on, but I also believe that, you know, it's the optics of you being a liability. And if we don't give you what you want or do what you say that, you just are going to go ham on all of us. So, yeah, I don't know, you know, how much I was really with her on that. Um, and then also the, you know, the idea that they just fired her for some arbitrary reason. Well, Nene has always been one to pile on another housewife, a, a, another black woman being fired for some random reason when she falls out with you 
suddenly you don't have value to the show. Suddenly you don't contribute anything to the show. I mean, we've seen this. We've seen her do this, whether it be with Cynthia, whether it was through uh, Portia and Phaedra or freaking fraud, as she said. You know, and, and many would say that both of them should have been fired. I'm not, you know, necessarily disagreeing with that. I say both of them, not just Phaedra, but both of them. That's another topic for another day. But, um, you know, she's one to advocate for another housewife being fired, specifically the black ones, because she asked for the white one, Kim Zosiak. Anytime they ask her who she would bring back, that's who she would bring back. Despite Kim Zosiak never wanting to leave Atlanta city limits with y'all, lying when y'all asked her why she didn't want to go to Anguilla, you know, constantly finding ways to not participate, but, you know, Sheree's not a star, or Phaedra's not a star, but none of these women ever not show up to work. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, then she, um, you know, and it just takes me back to that that period where her and Cynthia fell out and she wanted Cynthia off the show. I didn't bring Cynthia's name up, you did. And uh, I would have to say, uh, Cynthia is, I think everybody knows, I think Cynthia is okay. It's not like she's really bringing anything to the show. I mean, just to be honest, I mean, we, she talk about what the Bailey Agency in bar one. I mean, it's not like they're really talking about anything, so. And then if you have somebody that can't stick, you know, like you need somebody that can be like stick to something. You know, if you when the wind blow, you blow this way, then you blow that way. Girl, bye. So you were talking about Cynthia. I'm just saying, since you brought her name up, I, I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but you brought her name up, so I'm just giving you my opinion on it. I think Cynthia's a good friend, and uh, but I think she just blows wherever the wind blows. Well, she's always blown in your favor. Uh, not really. You know, so uh, that's an interesting topic to me because I feel like Nene be the first one to say that somebody should be fired when when she don't feel like they're doing things her way. You know, so eh, I don't know how I felt about that. Uh, Bethany was giving us beige tears all throughout this. You know, she was airing her grievances on this. Now, mind you, Nene's been saying this for the past three years, and Bethany's never seen it for it, never gave a platform, never even acknowledged it. But, you know, now that she's trying to burn the house down and she's got buckets of gasoline to give around, she needs people to help her throw it on the fire and throw it on the fire and keep it going so she can burn the NBC Bravo house down. But, you know, I really want Nene to be mindful of that, you know, Bethany is out for Bethany. This is all for clicks and views for her podcast. It's not to help you get another job. It's not to help you get back on the show. It's for Bethany. Um, you know, she was crying and airing her grievances, too. But you already know, Amorosa told her years ago, y'all get to be mediocre and successful regardless. So... You know, black women have to be exceptional. And that's, you know, that's not even a network thing. That's a viewer thing. The black housewives have to be more exceptional than everybody else. They've got to deliver the drama. They got to be fashionable. They got to show up every single time they're on camera. If you look at now, the housewives of Atlanta, yeah, their ratings are the lowest it's ever been. But the housewives of Orange County is even lower than that. The, the, the new Roni is even lower than that. So the expectation that the black housewives have to somehow 
deliver these incredible monstrous in the rating seasons every single season is just you know it's not fair and it's and it's it's a it's the viewers the viewers part too it's not just the executives or andy cohen because you know the as soon as the viewers are bored for one episode they want the whole show rebooted and recast and everybody should go so you know that that's what it is um uh nini in this Again, I, I understood some of her points. I felt like a lot of it was revisionist history, and I'm sure her fans, her diehard fans, who see nothing wrong with anything she does, because that's many housewife fans, you know, when they have a fave, their fave doesn't do anything wrong, and it's all a mass conspiracy to get their fave off the show. But, um, you know, As a fan of Real Housewives of Atlanta from season one, day one, I'm really disappointed that she's not on the show anymore. Um, As much as Nene may get on my nerves, I she will always be the greatest housewife to me. The best, you know, it doesn't matter if she's the longest standing one or the highest paid one. You know, she delivers more than both of those categories. So, um, you know, I just hate to see it and when you see like Salt Lake City and Potomac being considered the best, uh, you know, shows on right now, it's like, ugh, womp, womp. But, you know, I, I really hope that Nene reflects on this and can come back in, to TV in some capacity because I feel like she's much, um, much better than this. Bethany, ugh, you know, she... She's just a prime example of how Bravo, you know, they both sat and bashed Bravo this entire thing. But the, but really, Bravo is what made y'all so much more likable than you really are, especially Bethany. Like, now that she has to produce herself and put her own content out, and she has to eat crab legs and, you know, give TJ Maxx workers her old makeup and she has to buy drugstore makeup and put it on on TikTok to be interesting and compelling entertainment. Now that we see what happens when you don't have the tricky Bravo music and the 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 edit to make you look great, some of y'all ain't that likable. Some of y'all ain't that entertaining. And uh, you know, Nene still is to me and I wish that she was on the show. Um there wasn't really anything else. Oh, the main topic here. Uh, let me go back to that. The main topic here was the attacking of the cameraman in season 12 and how she felt like, uh, you know, that wasn't handled the same way as Teresa pushing Andy. And, um, you know, she felt like that kind of was done to make her look bad. But if I recall that correctly, it was her castmates. It wasn't production who said, you know, Portia was sitting up there pregnant and said she felt like her life was threatened. And and her and Eva and Cynthia and Tanya all said Nene was on one. Now, on one to me has a different interpretation. I don't know what they were implying with on one, but on one will lead me to believe that, you know, it was given an, an induced anger. It was, it was an anger coming from some form of substance. But I, you know... I didn't hear, I heard Andy Cohen almost trying to defend her and minimize that, not to make her look bad. So, 
you know, when she's blaming the network, I also think it's your co-stars, and they was kind of sick of your funky-ass attitude as well. So, you know, I I like NeNe, and I wish her the best. I just don't think, you know, using Bethany as a shoulder to cry on is necessarily beneficial because it's all for clicks and views with her. If she wanted to help you, three years ago when she was still pitching shows to Bravo and still trying to work with them despite, you know, the the them not paying her no royalties and the environment being so toxic to work in. She still was trying to get her shows picked up by them. So, you know, and and say what you want about Bethany, she never has to work again a day in her life. She never, you know, she flipped her housewife platform. 20 times over. It's skinny girl popcorn, skinny girl beverages, skinny girl everything, anywhere you go. So she don't have to work again. She can burn all the bridges she wants. She has the complexion for protection. But Nene, you trying to work again. You want to work again. I don't necessarily know if this was, you know, beneficial or helping of her in any kind of way. So that was really the most disappointing part of it to see because, you know, by next week, nobody's going to be talking about this. But then you've soiled your relationship for good with that network. So, yeah, I don't want to go too much, too much more on this. It was it was whatever, you know, um, if you want to listen to Bethany's podcast and listen to them complain about being paid millions of dollars a season and how they were mistreated because of that, you know go ahead um but other than that uh if you are listening to this and you enjoyed it um and have some other topics you think i should touch on please feel free to let me know i may decide to pick the microphone back up um i didn't necessarily enjoy this the first time around but you know this was something i was really interested in so i was like let me let me talk on it so yeah, give me your feedback, give me your requests, give me something, let me know. And I appreciate you for listening. Oh, man. You know, you just stay on my mind. I'm out here. I'm all alone. So I wrote this just.